if we're creating videos for our businesses, these videos, unless you're planning on having it, you know, in a duplex, like, you know, on the big, huge screen, it's such an intimate relationship that the consumer who will watch these videos has with your video. Hey, entrepreneurs, are you going full speed just trying to keep up? Do you feel you have more losses than wins? For years, I was rushing to get to the next thing. There was always something that I had to learn before the thing I actually needed to learn. I felt like I was running in the wrong direction and moving even further away from my goals. So the big question is, how do you stop the craziness? How do you get to your next win? Well, this podcast will give you the answer. Join me on my journey as we have real conversations about struggles, successes, and tips so we can get you quicker, faster results, no fluff, and get you to your next win now. Hey, entrepreneurs, join the community. We are starting a new Facebook group and oh my gosh, I am pulling back the curtain and showing you all my secrets of how I get so many ideas to execution and how I show it to my coaching clients. So check out the link in the show notes, join the community. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Win the Hour, Win the Day. I am your host, Chris Ford, and I am super excited to have Nina Froeep on the show. She is going to talk to us about video, but listen, it's going to be so much more than that. Nina has seen it all from the early 90s on independent features to big national TV commercials, corporate mega shows. I mean, she's been there, done that. Emmy award-winning documentaries, films. I mean, the list goes on and on. Now, she is super excited to share an enabled, mission-driven, you know, whole platform which she wants us entrepreneurs to follow, really about being consistent and easy to implement videos. Welcome to the show, Nina. Thank you so much, Chris, for having me. Super excited to be here. Awesome. Okay, so let's just start from the top, Nina. What What's, what do you see, you know, us doing out there that just is working against us? What, what do we not know? What do we, you never know what you don't know. What do we not know about video? Uh, the famous blind spots. Yes. Love talking about those. Um, you know, video is such a big topic because it's compri- comprised of so many moving parts. So for me to share with you all the things that do drive me nuts or that drive me mildly nuts or that I wish I could fix with a magic wand um, is very long and will go beyond the scope of what we're doing here. Um, but I would say um, what really drives me absolutely mad and why I do what I do is when people spend a shit ton load of money on videos that they could be shooting themselves super easily with their phones um, drives me nuts when I talk to people and the first thing out of their mouth is what camera should I buy? And my, my reaction is always like, it doesn't matter what camera you have. It's what you do with it. Um, and again, our smartphones, our laptops, our desktops very often even are, are way good enough for the purpose for which we need video for our companies, which is mostly to stand out, to establish our thought leadership, to be a mensch, a person at the other end that people can connect with and hopefully will buy from. Um, and for that, you know, it does not take a lot. It just, it, it's, it, you need to know how, but it's not, it has nothing to do with a lot of money or even a lot of time. Okay. So it's like, uh, you have to be a good painter. It's not about the paintbrushes. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Can I pick on these people for a second? If you're out there listening and this is you, I guess what I wonder is in this day and age with all the commercials you see of, oh, this person shot this, you know, music video with this, you know, all the phone companies out there saying, look, they, they shot this commercial with this phone and blah, blah, blah. Is that just not a little bit of a glorified distraction? So look, I then have to get set up and learn how to set it up. And I'm just moving further away from the goal. Like, can you really not believe at this point in time that you that the, if you've got a modern day phone, you, you, you can do it? Yeah, I mean, you know, when they say, like, I remember when, uh, who was it, Rodriguez, who shot the first feature with an iPhone, right? And it's like, yeah, but you should have seen the freaking setup. I mean, that poor little iPhone was strapped into, like, these ginormous rigs, and there were still the big lamps everywhere. And I remember when Gary V came out and was like, oh, my God, you know, live is the thing, and you just stand in front of the camera and you talk. And I was looking at one of his first lives, and there was a reflection, and it was like five people standing there I could see that is in the reflect I mean I knew what I was looking for I'm like that is a big ass production you know so it really is what you do with it and again um you know if if we're creating videos for our businesses these videos unless you're planning on having it you know in a duplex like you know on the big huge screen it's such an intimate relationship that the consumer who will watch these videos has with your video it's in the palm of their hands 80 percent of the time and the other 20 percent or 19.5 percent it's on your laptop or or screen in your on your computer so whatever your phone is producing and i'm not talking about 4k footage by the way i'm talking about regular normal format is plenty plenty and all the social media platforms dumb that footage even further down to even a lower resolution Mm -hmm. so there's just no need for all this fancy stuff unless you're like a car racer or something really weird, you know, I mean, not that car races are weird, but. You know. Yeah, no, I understood <laughs> high end production. So yeah. that was interesting. Cause I know right before what I like to do before we start the show, we take a selfie and you said, Oh, that's interesting. Uh, taking a selfie before we, we shoot the show. And what I said to you was, yeah, we used to have this graphic up there and we really noticed it when we had Kevin Harrington on the show. He's a big name, shark tank, one of the original sharks, mm-hmm. shark tank. And we saw a big difference when we had the graphic with him on it. And then we had a selfie with me and him on it. And the, you know, uh, the the numbers went way up as far as, you know, the algorithm and and the attention we got from the selfie. So what I learned was, oh my gosh, we're making all these efforts to process something, make it look polished. And it it just wasn't getting the attraction that a raw image was getting. So obviously that translates to video as well, um, because the overproduction part, just, I really think distance stuff. It, it distance you from yeah. I, I mean, with so with, with the Shark Tank character, one quick thought on that: people could have thought it would have been photoshopped, right? But uh, having the selfie yeah. made it actually real. But yeah. I think you're 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 talking about something really important. Um, you don't want to be too polished. Um, yeah. Like I mean, like my videos, they look pretty good because it's my profession. I need to show up looking good. But you know, I still have this you know reflection issue with the pandemic. I haven't been able to you know, deal with this the way I would have liked to, which is getting, let me just clarify for those listening. She's talking about reflection in her glasses. Yeah. It's like, so I'm, I'm seeing myself basically in the, uh, in the computer. Um, So, you know, a, a coating on the glasses would take care of that. The optician is closed. So scratch (laughs) that. Um, But But um, he's not getting stuck on the fine. Okay. So let's pause for a moment for (laughs) education here. 
this is what she does for a living. So she's going to see all these things because she came from a high production background. We yeah. do not. What we're trying no. to do is have a meaningful interaction with someone so that they can develop this whole know, like, and trust us. And when somebody knows, likes, and trusts you, if you're having a one-on-one -on -one interaction with them in real life, they're not shaking your hand and looking at your glass saying, oh, I see reflection. So yep. I'm not listening to what you say. <laughs> it's not how it goes. So I think your message, Nina, is like, look, remember what the goal is. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And, and and I think, well, with the glasses and I'm, I'm going to take them off now because now I'm so super self-conscious about it is um, it, it, people can't see your eyes. So that actually is an yeah. issue. But okay. people people buy from people. And if you're if, so, you know, for me, the biggest compliment is when I get on a Zoom call with somebody who um, has been following me on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my is my social media poison. That's where I live. And and somebody like gets on the phone on Zoom with me and says, like, oh, my God, you're just like your videos. If you get that, then you've done your job well, because you don't want to be some souped up version of yourself. You want to be that person that that prospect or the lead or the potential client or the client has been watching on video because it's like it's like imagine you're going on one of those dating sites and the guy in my case, you know, looks amazing, blah, 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 age appropriate, everything. And then you go for the actual physical date and, you know, somebody 30 years your senior shows up uh, who has, you know, 50 pounds more on the frame than what they had in the photo. That's not cool. And it's the same thing with the videos. How we show up is how we want to show up every day. And in okay. order to show up every day, it needs to be, you need to be able to to maintain it, right? Because otherwise it's going to be way too much work um, to stay consistent. And, and that is sort of the most important thing is to be consistent with your video marketing. Okay. So the lesson here, it's a good one. The lesson here is when we think, and we, we've all fallen prey to this, when we think, look, shoulders back, stand up tall. I'm trying to be a grown up professional here. So I'm going mm -hmm. to present myself to the world. What you're mm -hmm. saying that presentation is not how they're going to, you're going to show up in a one-on-one. -on -one, and that's the goal is to have these people connect with you and do business with you. So it's a false advertisement as well as inconsistency. So then when they show up, you're starting a relationship over anyhow, because you're not like you present it. Yeah. And it's not that it's a bad thing because we've all done that. You just think, oh, here's a version of me and I'm trying to give you the best version of me, but it's not the version that's really going to make a connection because really when done well, I find video, then you, we meet that person and it's like, you're on a third date. Like you're, there's already a relationship there. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And I think there might be, you know, um, I always distinguish between tissue videos and legacy videos and don't Google this. I, I, I came up with that. Okay. So a tissue video for me is a video that I shoot quick down and dirty that goes onto my social media feed. It's a video I might only use once. Maybe I'll recycle it at some point, but it's a video where I'm giving a tip. I'm giving a quick uh, insight into something and I am connecting with my people. Um, if I do a here, this is who I am. This is my backstory uh, on my website. I, I might produce that a little more. I might, you know, have that shot by professional videographer. I might go out a little further, um, have that also produce, you know, have it edited professionally. So the, there are videos and videos, right? And so the tissue videos for me, and at this point, I'm I'm only doing tissue videos because it's just the content changes all the time. So I just want to, I'd rather do more often and regularly um, refresh my videos to yeah. reflect um, new thoughts, new services, new learnings, than to have those two or three videos that I keep rotating through that become old and stale and out of date. 
Okay, so you call it tissue because it's like one and throw away. Like you use it yep. for close in it, throw up. Yep. And I think you're right because I know I've heard people complain. Like let's say uh, a show that now is outdated, like Friends or the Gilmore Girls or something, and they come back on Netflix and they're having this surgence of popularity. And I, I heard somebody in an interview saying it pained them the amount of work they put into the production and the lighting and that people are watching it on phones and tablets, right? And so we're all running around trying to think that the production is the deal. But it, it, even those who had the budget, it gets lost in the shrinkage of the intimacy of the phone is what you're saying. Um, I think for, for us, yes. I mean, I still, even if it's on a smaller screen, will enjoy a well-produced and well-put-together yeah. show. Um, but I think in terms of what you and I are producing yeah. for to grow our businesses, um, you know, fo- focus on the content, focus on your strategy, focus on a rock-solid call to action that gets people to engage with you in a natural way rather than fiddling around with, with lights and camera and, and all that stuff. Okay, kind of like when you're in school and you're like <laughs> in grade eight and you're like, oh, look at me, I'm working on the title page. Doesn't this look nice? We should be focused on the content, people. We'll do the title page later, right? Yep, okay, yep. all right. Now I know for you, consistency is an issue. Consistency yep. matters. Talk to us about what that means to you. So to me, what it means is that if, you sh- if you're putting out a video every once in the blue moon or you're putting video out sort of, one here, one there, Um, even if it adds up to being four times a month, let's say, or eight times times a month, but you do none for two weeks and then you do one, it really, it doesn't attract a crowd, right? You want to have what I call bingeable content. And, you know, I'm not talking as in Netflix, but I'm talking as in something that is consistent, timely, and educational, Um, at least one of these three, if not all three, Um, and then putting it out like every Tuesday, every Thursday, or every, like I put out video nearly every day, 10 a.m. And that is my consistency. And that is what gets me clients. Was it What it does is my clients might not always be on LinkedIn at 10.10 or at 5 p.m. or whatever. But if they have their routine and I have a routine, I will show up for them consistently. And if I show up consistently, I'm top of mind. And I'd rather have you you post only two videos a week or one video a week if you have a long sales cycle that's super appropriate, but um, do it every single week because that's how you get people to engage with you and, and show interest rather than sort of a little here, a little there and nothing really. Okay, so we need to be consistent. And consistent has to be also on somewhat of a regular basis. You can't consistently do a video once a month. So it's about consistency. And I think that's a really powerful distinction. If they have their routine and you have a routine, then that makes them for a good match. Okay. Consistency is important. Don't look for shiny distractions. Don't make up all these reasons why, you know, once you get all, once you get everything ordered from Amazon and you run around and do all this and you do all that, and then you start the production thing, that's just moving away from the target. Get yourself out there and just let people know who you are. So these are some really basic guidelines. What's another that you think we just, we make more complicated than we need to? Um the content. So, I mean, I think that that sort of what comes first to mind. So my, my sort of my preaching is one video, one topic. So um, people are getting much better by this, by, by, with this, by the way, but um, 
I always tell people thinking in terms of putting together a series. So um, maybe you have a really nice lead magnet with your top 10 tips, your top 15 tips, your top six tips, whatever it is, create a video for each of these tips. Not only does that allow you to get your lead magnet out and have a great call to action at the end of every video to have people download your lead magnet. um, It also takes a lead magnet and now um, it has six completely or, or 10 completely different ways of you advertising it and giving value at the same time. Okay, that makes sense. So would you in that case, am I overthinking it? Because I call this pulling a crisp. Now, it, it, because I am organized and sometimes I turn things into systems, right? Yeah. <laughs> Which is good. It's what I do, but sometimes you can't over-systematize. So what I would say to you is, okay, we got six points and this lead magnet of um, six things when you're onboarding a new team member. Right. Would I every day now say that let them know it's a series for this week. We're going to cover that every day or don't overthink it and just put it out. Um, I think there is something about, uh, because we're talking about consistency. So yeah. in, in your case, not knowing what you, the rest of your marketing is, but knowing yeah. that you're putting out quite a bit, I would say, make that your on, you know, a tip series. And when you're done with one, you start the next one and you uh, always do that on, you know, tip Tuesday, tip Thursday, Tuesday uh, sounds very yeah, yeah. alliteration, you know what I mean? So, yeah. and then you put them also onto YouTube, onto Vimeo, you make a playlist or a showcase. Yeah. And now, now you also have a place where you can send the client and say, Hey, here's a tip series on X. Um, but I would, um, unless, and again, it depends a little bit if you have a really short sales cycle, like for instance, I do challenges every once in a while, they go a month long. They're, they're very inexpensive. Um, I will just go massive in and for, you know, 10 days, I talk about nothing else, but filling this cohort, okay. uh, filling this challenge. But then I have the cohort, which is a much longer sales cycle. So with that, I will not, I will not spam people for, you know, six weeks to fill it. I'll, I'll put out one or two things a week where I gently will mention, oh, by the way, we can help you with this problem, blah. So if, you know, if you have a really short sales cycle, then you're going to be much more aggressive with your content than when you have a, you know, a couple of months or a couple of weeks sales cycle. Yeah, we do that with the outsourcing playbook for busy entrepreneurs. Whenever we do a launch, all of a sudden it's like, mm. oh, it's all yep. we're going to talk about yep. the next weeks because you have to, right? So yeah, and then you can shoot, then you can shoot, you know, 10 videos all on the same topic. Yeah, absolutely. Do yeah. you find in this day and age, I mean, we're talking about video and yet as you speak, there are things that I'm like, ah, oh, I knew that. I forgot. I knew that. That's the big thing I say. Oh, I knew that, but I forgot. I knew it. So mm-hmm. I think, you know, I like to argue that some of this stuff, I don't want to say is common sense, but we should have been told by now because video has been like being pushed and pushed and pushed. But yet there's so, you, you can go down the rabbit hole really quickly and all of a sudden get lost or forget or overthink it or whatever, right? So, you know, at this point of the game, shouldn't we all know better by now or we just get busy and we forget? Um, I think, again, I think there's still a lot of people out there who are nervous about video. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest thing, and this was a huge surprise for me, I run up against is people who are so stuck in their perfectionism. They're Mm. so stuck in comparing themselves to others. Um, They're so stuck in hating to hate. They hate seeing themselves or hearing themselves um, that if they can't even shoot video or if they shoot video, they sit on them and they never post them. And, and interesting enough, that is actually my, the the biggest um, 
consistency is, is, is a problem, is a problem, is a challenge too. But the biggest challenge I'm facing with clients is that there's just people who are really nervous about being out there. Um, and for those who do it, they mostly, they, they catch on really quickly, I find. Okay. That's really interesting because that was never, I shouldn't say never my issue. Um, I had a really hard time with, I was fine. If you invited me to a speaking gig, I was fine being on stage, but I struggled with video on social media. Cause I felt like as people were walking by, I was like tugging them on their sleeve. Right. So mm-hmm. that was always a little bit more difficult. So that, that let's dive deeper there for a moment. Cause that is really important. Mm-hmm. One of the things I did in the beginning Cause listen, I don't care who you are, whatever point in the journey, you want to be taller, thinner, longer hair, thicker hair, something, right? <laughs> More hair, whatever, right? There's some nicer teeth, whatever. We all have stuff. We look at our face too often. And what I did in the beginning is if I shot videos, they were given to my team to put up. So I like, they were done. And I like, mm-hmm. and so that I couldn't get caught up in my own vanity, you know, yeah. or that I didn't like my last haircut, right? It's like, mm-hmm. okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Now, if they circle that around again, and they go to put it on a web page that I didn't like that video to begin with, I'm like, no, we, that is what Nina calls a tissue video. It's gone. Do not use it again. My hair has grown. <laughs> Thank you very much. Yeah. But I, for me, that really helped is if you just, ah, just don't get caught up on it because the reality is, here's the thing, people, you have to think about this. If somebody called you and said, could you come to my office on Friday and meet with me? I would think we really want to do some business with you. And we have this big project we want your help with. You wouldn't say to them, I don't like my last haircut. I'm going to wait till it grows out, you know, and see if you can schedule that meeting. <laughs> right? You yeah. wouldn't do that. So then you, what are you doing holding up on the video? Oh, I just need to lose some weight. I just need to do this and that, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my, my bald head is shiny, whatever. It's not yep. the point. You're not, you know, that. listen, make more money and then try to fix what you don't like, whatever, right? So yep. I think that's a really good point. I, I forget that sometimes that people are still struggling with, I don't like the sound of my voice or how I present or all this stuff. So just get stuff done and get it out there. Yep. Yeah. And it, it's easier. It's easier said than done. Mm. But um, well, we can cheer them on. We yes. can encourage you. Right. Yes. And that's why I love working in groups with people, because then everybody sort of sits in the same pain point. And those who are um, already doing video or feel more comfortable with it can sort of help shepherd the others along. And, and that's one of the big reasons why I love groups, because it's not only about helping with consistency and accountability and, so, and giving, but it's also about giving support and sort of all sitting in the same boat. And, you know, believe me, when I sh- shot my first videos for my own company, I never in my life thought I'd be in front of the camera. Um, I, I ran to this next beauty parlor, got myself a 10 pack um, facial. I've never had a facial in my life. And, you know, and I was, I was 50 and I was like, holy shit. Now I have to like, you know, be in front of the camera really now. Why not 20 years ago? But you know, you, you get over it. You get over it. I knew I was over it a couple of months ago. I was editing myself and I laughed at myself and I smiled at myself and I'm like, okay, good. We're, we're good now. I, I, I have learned to see the Nina that is the camera Nina and not me, you know, with. Yeah. All my, yeah. And that's a really good point, Nina, because the other mm-hmm. thing I would say to you is like, you can't a, you can't get better at it until you do it. Like no matter what you do, I don't care who you are. We've all heard stories about Michael Jordan didn't make the basketball team in high school. Like you have to, you, you have to be bad at it to get good at yep. it. 
And maybe yeah. when you're bad at it, like you're really bad at it, or maybe you're and less you're- bad at it than somebody else, whatever, but there is progress and you can't you accomplish anything until you start going through the progress. And then also you, you just get, you just get, you get worn down when you see yourself you're like, okay, I don't care anymore. I remember in the beginning, it was a little bit like, I felt like when the Hulk, when he made the transformation from Bruce Banner to like his body change, I'm like, oh, in front of this video, having to talk. And I think for me, it was learning to speak to people, one person instead of presenting to many. So that way it was more natural. But if you just get it, you'll get better at it. So just do it. That's the big lesson from Nina. Be consistent, get it out, just do it, do it, do it. And you'll be desensitized, but more than being desensitized, you'll get better and better. Yep. Yeah. And, and it only comes with practice. And, yeah. you know, um, I, when I have people in my group, some of them, they post privately, they never put it on social media. They'll put it on, you know, on, we, we operate through Slack, they'll put it on Slack or they'll put it unlisted on YouTube so we can give feedback. Uh, and when they're ready, then they'll post. So sometimes, you know, you just need sort of a little bit of a warm up period, but if you're not going to do it, then it, it just becomes a would have, should have, could have in your head. And that yeah. never goes anywhere. Well, I would tell you guys doing it, what happens with the exciting part about doing it when you do start to get feedback and, and you know, somebody sent me a, a message in, in LinkedIn that I thought was really profound. And she said something like, I've been watching your videos for a long time. She's never commented or anything. Right. And she mm-hmm. said to me, she said, keep it up. You never know who's watching and how much you're helping. And I was like, Oh, that I should write that should be on my wall. Right. And it was just like, Oh, so she sent me this private message. Even then she didn't like it or comment or anything. Never Mm -hmm. knew who she was. And she said, just said, you know, you never know who's watching and how much you're helping. You're like, Oh, all right. Thank you. So it it really does make a difference. So, you know, you know, it's important the work you do because really you could talk all day about videos, but it's, it's where it's at. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and, and I think looking at it, I think you're bringing up a really important point is um, coming from a point of service and coming from a point of helping others um, maybe takes a little bit away um, the sense of being exhibitionist or being me, 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 uh, and just saying like, okay, you know, uh, I'm here to service and make sure that people don't spend shit ton loads of money on something they don't have to spend money on. And that is what I, that is what I can bring to the world or to small business owners like myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, um, I mean, if you come from a place of helping, then it also, for me, it shifted my entire way, how I'm showing up because I'm not in a sales conversation. I mean, I'm helping. Right. That's a good point. All right, Nina. I will ask people where they can find you, but I know a great place to start is on LinkedIn because you do a spectacular uh, series and interviews and videos there. So it's well worth your time to check Nina out on LinkedIn. Is mm-hmm. is there anything else you want to tell us or that would solve all their problems? Following, I, I think LinkedIn is just a great place. Um, uh, please, you know, um, uh, send me a connection invite, mention Chris's um, podcast or vlog cast, I should say, since we're on video and um, I'll, I'll be sure to connect with you and hit me up with any questions you have. I'm always happy to help. Fabulous. Thank you so much, Nina. We appreciate you. And guys, to the next show, we'll see you then. Hey guys, don't miss out. Hop on over to free gift from Chris.com. That's free gift G-I-F-T from Chris K-R-I-S.com. We are constantly putting goodies in there just for you guys so that you can have a business that supports your life instead of consuming it.